All right. Welcome to the Boot Camp for Your Mind podcast. I am your host, Michelle Werdeman, certified life, weight, and career coach and owner of Mind Balance and Wellness Living. Um, I have such a treat today. First, I have never interviewed two people at the same time. So this is extra special. So joining me today, I have Allison and Craig Guido. Uh, they are married and they are the owners and operators of um, Almar Business and Remodeling. And welcome, guys. Thanks for having us. We're really excited to be here. Yeah, thanks for having us on. Yeah, no, I'm so happy because like, so I'll get into all the all the good stuff, but you guys do so much together. Okay, so you're married. You yes. have kids together. <laughs> yes. You have an amazing podcast, Married with a Business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You do lots of sports together. You do all things together. <laughs> Yes, we we like each other. I think. I guess we do. I, I guess. We, After all when, this time. when you when you say it like that, though, it's like, okay, man, gosh, we spent we... a lot of time together. <laughs> <laughs> no, Absolutely. but you always seem so happy. And some of my coaching clients over the last couple of years have come to me with relationship issues, like struggles, because we were forced to be together a lot more than you know um, we have been in the past. And a lot of people are still kind of both working from home because now that they can. So I thought this was a great opportunity to talk to you guys because you seem to do it all so well, <laughs> at least on the outside, it appears that way. <laughs> That's the idea. No, we do. Yeah. We, we work really well together. Yeah. yeah. So tell us, tell us a little bit about like your story, like how'd you meet and all that good stuff. Yeah. So uh, I'm originally from West Virginia and Allison's from Massachusetts and, um, uh, we, yeah, <laughs> like, distance. Distant, yeah. Um, so, but we went to, to the same college. We went to a small liberal arts school, West Virginia Wesleyan college in West Virginia. Allison came down from there and that's where we met. And it's, it's funny about our relationship. We tell everybody this, like we work together first. So, um, uh, we, at, you know, had work studies at our college and, for us, our first work study was I was Allison's boss, and uh, I was the head of the technical side of the theater department. And Allison was one of the people who worked in the theater department. And so that's kind of how our relationship started. And we started mostly, I mean, we spent three, four years as just friends that worked together. Oh, but then I became your boss in the theater. You so did. as Oh, really? <laughs> we ended up, we and I ended up taking over his assistant technical director role. Um, mm-hmm. when he was getting ready to graduate. So he was my, he was my boss. So then I was his. Yeah, that's true. Um, so then, you know, we, I left college. Allison had a couple of years left. She's a little younger than me. And, and um, you know, a couple of years go by, we just start to connect again. And, uh, and we started dating uh, two years later. Um, so you and then never from dated there, in college. Well, we never dated. Well, he was in college. No way, I, mean, I was. My my senior year, we dated. Yeah. Okay. And then my mom had all, my parents had always said, you need to marry your best friend. And so I definitely, definitely married my best friend. Oh, I love that. Um, That's so cool. Because you, like you said, you were friends first and then, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, go on, Craig. For for good or bad, we knew all, all the good or bad about each other before we could start dating. Yeah. Um, But then out of college, so I had a job in the um, theater, um, theatrical lighting and, and music concert lighting industry. And so I relocated up to the Boston area where Allison's from originally and, and I worked in my industry and she, you know, was working in her family business, Almar. And, you know, about two, three years into what I was doing, you know, and we were, our relationship was serious. And we were starting to talk about marriage. Um, it came kind of, you know, uh, really top of mind that 
my lifestyle working in the, you know, concert lighting industry, working in the theater industry just didn't, you know, go well with us being able to build a family. I, you know, I was working mm-hmm. lots of nights and weekends. And so that's when Allison and her father asked me to join the family business. And then, so we started 20 years ago now, you know, working together in the family business. And was there any, um, were you nervous about working together at that time, knowing that uh, you were going to plan to get married and stuff? <laughs> I think the part that made us the most nervous was the fact that we were making the decision that one thing at the time, one thing was going to be where our source of income was from. So like we were putting everything we had into, you know, her family's company. And, and so that was kind of, for us, I think that was frightening because it wasn't like, you know, well, you have your job with this company and I have my job with this company together. We were, you know, we were this one thing that we had to make successful. And we really wanted to be intentional about bringing him into the business. We, our family business has been around for over 60 years. So in that time we've had uncles and cousins and boyfriends and, you know, come and go from the business. And we wanted to kind of, before we made a decision, kind of talk about all of the what ifs. Mm -hmm. Um, What if Allison and Craig do get married? What if Allison and Craig don't get married? What if we get married and then divorced? And um, how is, Craig going to be compensated for what he contributes to the, to the building of the business and all of those kind of things. So we really kind of sat down and played through all of those scenarios before we made a final decision. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's a lot. And Craig, how did you feel? Your father works right at Almar. So, my, so my dad, my dad at the time was running, was running the business. And, um, so it was my dad and I were the, were the, were the, my, the main partners. And so then bringing, Craig into that dynamic, we kind we really wanted to make sure that we would balance each other well. Yeah. And I think for us, you know, one of the things that we talked about even back then was, you know, sort of understanding our personalities and where, mm. you know, our fit would be long-term, you know, working together and, and in the company, you know, so we've been for a long time, we've talked about taking like a disc profile test or personality test just so that we could better understand how to communicate with each other and with other people. But um, back then it made us realize, well, Craig is this type of personality and Allison is this type of personality. So yeah. it helps us sort of balance each other. And I think and- for me, I work best in partnership relationships. I kind of say my sister and I have the same um, thing. Like she does, she cooks really well and I clean really well. So like we balance each other out. And yeah. then my dad and I kind of had that relationship too. So I think um, it was important that Craig and I also had that relationship. Like I am the straight man in our, in our, in our comedy. <laughs> yeah. <group>. comedy group, <laughs> yeah. So Craig, were you ever nervous about having your potential at the time, father-in-law working with him or afraid? <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, it, uh, yes. Uh, you know, it was years. It was hard um, for a long time. I think that we knew that, you know, his plan bringing me into the business was part of being for him being able to retire and, and for me to take over some of the aspects of the business that he did. Um, and there were years where it was tough and there were years that we butted heads, but I think overall, you know, I've been really lucky, um, with her family that we do all get along that we all, you know, we all are able to talk about our problems and work it out if they're, you know, when they come, cause it's, it's, that's reality, right? Right. There are going to yeah. be times where we're going to disagree or there's going to be things that we have fights about. And it's about being able to like work through those and not take it personally and not, you know, and not let it ruin our relationship. And I yeah, try to um, remind us when we get to those points that it's about the why the, the goal is, and the point is for the company to be successful so that we can live a good life and they can continue to have a decent retirement. Yeah. That's so actually 
because I was going to ask um, later some of the tips that you would give people. So it sounds like one of them is huge is communication. Yeah, yes. absolutely. I mean, w- w- I think, you know, part of what Allison and I have worked really hard in our relationship, both professionally and personally, is like we don't bottle things up. We don't hold things in. We've learned enough about the, and I'm everybody does this when they marry somebody, you know, they learn enough to know how to talk to that person or how to communicate to that person. And I think that's what we work really hard on that aspect of it. Of like, I know Allison is a detailed person, right? So I can't come to Allison with a big idea and say, Hey, I got this big idea. Like I have to come to her and say, okay, I've got this idea. Here are the bullet points of why this <laughs> idea will work. Right. Yeah. And on the other end, Allison understands that I'm a super like excited, big, you know, excited person. And so Allison has to work really hard on allowing me to be excited about something for a couple of days. Yeah, we talked about Christy Wright once did a um, conference that I was watching and she talked about the how and the wow person and the how person can't shoot the wow person down too quickly. So Mm -hmm. and that really kind of resonated with me. So sometimes even as a joke, when he comes with a big idea. I do that. Wow. Okay. And I let him go and I don't talk back because my, my first answer is to be like, Nope, how does that work? Nope. That doesn't work. Yeah. Um, so I kind of let it go. And then I give it some time before I jump into the how and shoot mm-hmm. him. Down. Oh my God. I'm such a wild person. Like listening to this has like details are not my strong suit. So, but, uh, so that's funny. Um, now how about like, do you leave work at home, like work at work or do you bring it home? Is there some sort of like boundary or. Yeah, it comes home a little, not as much as it used to, because we've gotten better at it. Um, Mm -hmm. As the company has gotten, the team has gotten stronger and better. I think we're better about those boundaries at home too. But when we first came into the business and there were three of us, we were really bad about it. And so we kind of just came up with a code word. Um, We would say, we'll talk about that Monday, no matter when it was happening. And if somebody just kept going, the agreement was, and the expectation was, you just keep repeating it until that person stops. So- Oh my God, I love that. We'll talk about that Monday. Monday. We'll talk about that Monday. Like sometimes I have said it for five minutes as as the other one is like spewing (laughs) their ideas. And we still use that. I mean, I think, I mean, this past weekend was an example of where you turned to me and like, listen, we'll talk about that Monday. And, you know, it's it's for us, it's uh, because when you work together, like we do and- live together and spend a lot of time together, there are times that things just pop into your brain and you want to start thinking about and talking about work. And so, you know, a lot of times I'll stay, I'll say something else and be like, we'll talk about that Monday. And on the reverse, we at work, when something personal comes up, we, mm. um, we, we ask permission. Can I talk to you about something personal? Yeah. Let's, I have something that's not work related. Do you have time to talk about Or, or we'll put it in the parking lot. Yeah. Or we put it in the part the proverbial parking lot where yeah. like, we just make a note and quote, post yeah. a note and we'll put it in my planner it. for when we get home. Yeah. Oh my God, that what I love those ideas. So my husband, Kelly, you guys know him. Um, oh, he said to say hello, he's downstairs. <laughs> but we worked together for a very brief period of time. So this I want to say goes back to 2005, 2006. And we were commuting from Norton to Wellesley. And we only commuted together a couple of times because I would yell at his driving. Or like it just wasn't like we were both going to the same place and people used to think we were crazy because we didn't drive together. But I'm like, no, we need a little bit of like space. Like he was on one side of the office. I was on the other side, but like we found ourselves 
starting our days arguing literally in the car about traffic. So do you guys commute together or we don't now before we had kids, we did commute together. Yeah. We used to commute a lot together. And, and, and up until uh, the last like six months, we used to share an actual office space together. We, we now actually in our, in our building have two separate offices on two um, different floors, on two different floors now, which is okay. very strange. I mean, we, we've spent the last 15 years being five feet away from each other and there's good and bad to, to us having separate offices now, I think. Um mm-hmm. You know, but it is, it's one of those things where we uh, always, you know, had, had to be able to tell each other, like, this is bothering me, We, you know, and there were times where, I think there are times where we were able to work through things, but there are times where like, I was just like, okay, I'm going to go get a coffee. Mm-hmm. Or you were yeah. just like, okay, I'm going to go. Somebody told me once early on, I can't be mad at him for not meeting an expectation I haven't set. So um like I always use this example because it's like the most prevalent in my mind. I do the laundry and like I'll set his laundry basket down and it'll stay there and it'll stay yeah. there and it'll stay there. And I would get so mad and it didn't occur to him. So now I set the expectation. If your laundry is not put away by Friday, I'm going to be annoyed. Yeah. So I have to give myself permission. I can't be annoyed until Friday. And he has till Friday to make sure that I don't get annoyed. And I think all of those things go back to that, you know, that communication. I think that when you're in a relationship with somebody and you've worked with them and you've been around them as much as, you know, we've been around each other, I think you start to take for granted, oh, well, they just know what I'm thinking. People say that all the time. Oh, he knows what I'm thinking all the time. Well, that's not always true, right? That's not, that's, Mm -hmm. you can't expect that. Um, And so I think for us, that's, you know, that's really important to us to make sure that we are telling each other our expectations of what the day, I mean, every Sunday night we sit down and we do the whole week of like, here's our expectations for the week. Here's what's happening. Yeah. Um, so I think it's just that communication is super important. Yeah. We just, yeah, we, I, mean, I just read the book love languages. And so we took the quiz and even though we knew what we were um, like, I'm um, acts of service and he's words of affirmation. Yeah. It's like, it's more important for me, for you to help me do something than for you to tell me how much you love me or to buy me flowers. And he just wants to hear how great he is all the time. Yeah, right. <laughs> I just want to be told that I'm doing a good job. Wait, what quiz is that? It's Love Languages. Love Languages. Um, and so it, the book is great. And then if you go to um, lovelanguages.com, you can, the five language, five lovelanguages.com, you can take the quiz right there. You and your partner can take the quiz right there. And it goes through the five different types of ways people want and need love shown to them. And oh we God, found that, that, yeah, that especially with couples who work together, um, trying to adjust the way you interact the, through those manners really can yeah. turn a relationship around. Yeah. And they talk about, so the, the five love languages, it's a book by Gary Chapman, uh, started the book, um, five love languages. It's like words of affirmation. So being told that you're great, uh, mm-hmm. acts of service. So doing something to help somebody gifts. So getting things for the, for what you do. Um, time is a, is a love language, mm. quality time with a person. And then physical touch is the, the fifth love language. Yeah. So. Like my 11 year old is physical touch. He wants a hug. He wants to pet you. Like right. just Aww. being close to you is his love yeah. language. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Jack is like that. Um, well, that's it. Like, you know, in coaching too. So I call them manuals. And when people are so upset at like what somebody does or doesn't do or how they're treated, I'm like, we all have manuals for people, how we think people should act. And a lot of times, like, we don't tell them about these manuals, but it's like, when you could recognize that 
you're you're the only one who's going to get like irritated or let down because when we have all these expectations on how people should act sometimes like i heard tony robbins say he's like change expectations for appreciations like you can have like like you were saying um I, i'm giving myself till friday until that laundry basket you know and that's that's good but i feel like communication um along with just practicing appreciation for things that people are doing versus like what we think they should be doing is so um so helpful like especially when you're when you're together all the time yeah yeah and we do it with our business and with our team members too so we use the disc personality uh test with all of our team members and we explain to them like the reason why we have all of you take this personality test and we want you to understand this personality test is so that you can speak and communicate with the other people on the team. You know, mm -hmm. you know, if somebody is a C that they need a certain way of receiving information versus somebody who is an I on the disc personality profile. Test. Yep. So we use it for our whole team as well, just to make them all understand, you know, uh, how to talk to each other. So a funny story about that. We did that at Merrill Lynch. We had somebody, it was very similar but we had somebody come in um, and I think there was six of us on the team at the time. And it was kind of like left brain, right brain, like all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So they had each of us had our own like little dot. And when we sat down, they pulled it up. There was like this one dot in the middle and they're like, that's you, Michelle. They're like, you're, you're special. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's nice. I'm special. Cause I kind of like was in like a little bit of all the quadrants, but I think that's huge that you guys do that. Um, what about pet peeves? Are there any pet peeves you have that the other one does at work or at home? Oh, I'm sure we have a million pet peeves. <laughs> I mean, that's, that goes without saying, well, I mean, the classic, you say you're going to do something and you don't do it in the time manner that I think is appropriate. Right. And that goes back to setting those expectations. I mean, I think, you know, we probably have, uh, you know, I think Allison um, is, she goes a hundred percent all the time. And so mm -hmm. I, one of my pet peeves about her is just trying to get her to stop sometimes. She just can't do it, right? She can't. Better it, than I used to be. You're though. way better than you used to be, but we're still working on it. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, just taking, <laughs> stopping and taking a little time and for yourself uh, and, and those kind of things. And I think your pet peeve would probably be the opposite, which is like, maybe I spend a little too much time, you know, for myself, a little too much time no. going out on the golf course or sitting on the patio. No, you deserve it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's so funny. So any the other beer, advice? The beer, that's the big thing. He is a huge craft beer person. And everywhere we go, he has to stop at the craft at the, at the brewery. That's a pet peeve because I don't drink beer. Yeah. If I did, it wouldn't be a problem. <laughs> yeah. I read that actually on your um your website. So there's a lot of breweries popping up. Like yeah, yeah. It's a super crazy industry right now. Yeah. That's yeah. Well, any other advice you'd give to uh, married couples that are, you know, kind of together all the time and just or just starting out thinking about doing a business together? I Well, oh, sorry. well I mean, obviously, check out our podcast, Married with a Business. Yes. Uh, we have lots of we have lots of information. <laughs> we have lots of information on there. I mean, basically what we do on there is, I mean, we have uh, we, we spend a lot of time talking about um, some of the obstacles that we go through on, on a daily basis um, and, you know, and best practices for us and, and what it's like to be a married couple that own and operate a business together and also have kids and family and sports and all that other stuff. And then obviously we have guests, you were on the show and talked yeah. about journaling recently. Yep. And um, 
and and another we have other couples um, that have come on before uh, to talk about you know some of their best practices as well. And I think one of the other things that I think besides listening to Mary with the business is um, making sure that you guys get on the same page financially, both for your mm -hmm. budget at home and your budget at work, because because all of your money is tied into one funding source, you've got to be really intentional about spending your money on paper on purpose so that your business can support your lifestyle and your lifestyle isn't so egregious that it hurts your business. Yeah. And we, I mean, and Alice and I were very lucky that we started young at that. And, you know, we, before we had kids, um, before our business grew what it is now, I mean, we always had personal budget meetings once a month where we sat down with each other and did personal budget meetings. We um, and, it, and I think Allison would say it took us a while, the first couple of years of being married, to get on the same page about money and spending and, and saving. Um, but we have now. And I think that's that's made a tremendous change in our lives. Yeah, I think and it's not. And I think one problem that a lot of couples have, is it's not just one person. Right. So, like, yeah. there's a lot of couples where it's just the husband that deals with all the money or just the wife that deals with all the money and gives the other person allowance or whatever it might be. And. Um, and we'll joke about that. Sometimes Allison gives me allowance and she's the one that does all the money stuff, but that's not necessarily true. Like we work together. We've, we talk it out. We are definitely on the same page with all of that. And, and, yeah. you know, and I, I know that you, and people talk about all the time, like my financing money, that's usually the number one reason for divorce in, in the yes. United States. So, yep. Um, you know, being able to work through that, finding um, if it's somebody like Dave Ramsey, if it's something else to help you, um, understand your finances and learn about that better. Um, and being on the same page is super important. Yeah. You have to have shared values or, or yeah. you're not going to be able to work together. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's huge. Cause like, like you said, it's one of the main reasons people get divorced. So if you're doing it both financially at home and in a business to be very, um, strategic about that and be on the same page is huge. And you guys seem to, cause I think I've heard you say this in a couple of conversations. Do you guys read books together? Well, yeah, we listen to a lot of books on Audible. Yeah. Uh, we're yeah, super, we're super big Audible people. But usually, yeah, one of us will listen to it um, and then say, oh, you really got to listen to this. And then we'll talk about it. And it's actually the podcast has really helped us with that because we do a lot of episodes based on some books that we listen to. I know we recently did. I got hooked on um, Hal Holbrook's uh, or Hal Elrod. Uh, how Elrod's Miracle Morning. That was a book that um, Jesse Cole, who owns the Savannah Bananas, kind of hooked me, got me hooked into. Um, and then you listened to it. Yeah, and then I listened to it. Uh, you, we just, you did Love Languages. I'm doing Love Languages now. So yeah, we do a lot oh, of books cool. together. Yeah. That's what I remember. I was like, oh, I'm like, I think there's been a couple of books you guys talked about. Yeah, and it helps us talk the same language. And, you know, a lot of times one of us will pick a book to read or listen to because that's where we're struggling in the moment. And so mm -hmm. if one of us is kind of struggling there, we both might be. So yeah. it, it definitely helps us. Yeah. Oh, good. Well, this has been fun as always. So it's Married with a Business podcast um, and your website. If people want help, like local people for um, building and remodeling yeah. and... Yeah. So you can find us a couple of places. I mean, uh, definitely find us at almarbuilding.com. That's our website. Allison and I own a residential uh, remodeling company in the South Shore of Boston. There, and uh, we do kitchens, bathrooms, additions, that kind of stuff. And if you want to check out our podcast, check out marriedwithabusiness.net. Um, that has information about our podcast. It has some resources and other things and when we're doing public speaking, all that kind of stuff. 
Perfect. Well, thank you guys so much. It's always a pleasure getting to do podcast interviews with you. <laughs> Thanks so much for having us. Yeah, thank you. All right. Take care.